News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Irish Jobs. When it comes to hiring the right people for your business, you could say we've got a talent for talent. I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, Kieran Crean. He's the CEO of MixedGarage.com and Wave OMS. Uh, Kieran, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Great to be here. Now you're 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 bringing you back to your earlier days. You're you're a twin, and it's, we'll talk about that a bit later, because your twin happens to be in business with you. Um, it all started in Knockmore, about six miles from Ballina, on the shores of Loch Con. Is that right? That's correct. Well, that's where we grew up. Uh, yeah. Um, so very much on the shores of Loch Con in in rural Mayo, and um, but again. You know, for, for you know, I came to Dublin to college when I was a young seventeen-year-old to Kevin Street, which actually I passed this morning. It's it's, it's demolished, and there's apartments going on. So that's some time ago. Yeah. So um, you 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 got a, a very strong work ethic uh, from your father, who I believe uh, held down a number of jobs and was a tremendous grafter. And that graft, I think, still stays with you and Mick to this day. Well, I think it stays with it's with it's all. To be to be honest with you, I mean, he, he you know. Back in the in the seventies, heading into early eighties, you know, he had six six kids, and uh, so during the day he worked as a as um, a delivery driver for a, a company that long existed, a distributor for drinks at the time, as all rural towns had it, uh, uh, Ballina Mineral Water, uh, and then at night time he held down a job as a bar manager in the local Knockmore G wow. as well. Wow, that's amazing. So you mentioned there, go off to Kevin Street. Did you always have an in, an, an interest in? in tech or gadgets or programming or that kind of not thing? Not necessarily, because you're talking very much about, you know, the early 90s where, 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 where you know, programming was, was probably you know, not, certainly on the, not on the radar. I think I also had an interest in science. Um, you know, if you look at my, could even talk about my leaving cert results back in the day, I think I only got two, two great honours and that was in like in physics and biology, right? So uh, it was always leaning towards uh, science and Kevin Street was, was uh, certainly appealed from, uh, at that point, and your your early working career then uh, took you to uh, uh, exact so- software uh, Delft in Holland, BMC. You worked with writers for a while. So, what did you have a plan, or what was your early plan as you went through your career? I'm not really. I mean, I don't know if anyone really has a plan at the early stages. For for the plan was uh, to earn. You know, ultimately to find the best paying job. And at the time, that actually provided the best crack. Uh, um, you know, I secured a position with the exact software in Holland as part of their graduate program. So I've, I had that job secured before I even did my finals at Kevin Street. Uh, and that was a great two years in Delft in Holland. Um, you know, it was my first time, I suppose, being living and working outside the country uh, um, back in, in, mid, in the mid-90s. And uh, that was certainly a great fun and a great eye-opener. Actually, probably gave a, a good, it certainly gave, gave me the thirst to, to explore that even further and thereafter with Australia, working in London, etc. Yeah. So when you look back and you look at these various experiences in different countries, it's all part of, you know, what you are today and, you know, the route you eventually took. Um, yeah, I think it is. I, I mean, I think, you know, you, you come up with, you know, you know, every company has different situations where you have to deal with, whether, whether it be from a personal dealing with your colleagues uh, or professional standpoint. Uh, and they just get become more varied and more, more nuanced as you uh, as you as you work in, with Dutch companies or or Australian or, or etc. And indeed, in, in, my, in between, I was very much a consultant, working three months on on and off uh, uh, implementing CRM systems uh, here in Ireland and the UK. So, like you know, as you become a consultant, is obviously you, you support yourself. So it's very much 
you know, being good with people, selling yourself, and then ultimately getting the job done. Was it always the plan to team up with your brother, your twin brother, Mick, um, or did it come about again? Was it was it just circumstance that you both ended up? I know he was maybe a few months earlier into the business than you were, um, but was it was it always inevitable that you'd end up working together? Bobby, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, uh, it, it wasn't. It was. You know, he had an idea, and he 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 very much wanted to explore. You know, uh, uh, um, doing something for himself. Um, you know, he, he he was made redundant from a job, and therefore decided that he, you know, during his spare time, he would learn how to code a website. And and the origin of mixedgarage.com came out of that. Um, and it ultimately, you know, we had the opportunity back in two thousand and four to uh, pitch it to New Front uh, the Hot House, which actually is an incubation program at the time, uh, um, based on the Docklands Innovation Park, which I think subsequently has been rolled into Grange Gorman, and. Um, so you know, I'm probably the more of the the pitchier type. So I said, look, let's look, let's let's pitch it and see how it goes. And uh, complete surprise, we got accepted into the program. Uh, and in doing so, it meant that I had to give up a position within BMC Software, uh, and then to take on a a start. And that's how that's how we both came together to drive it forward. Yeah. So you were. It's interesting as well with a, with a business at that stage that. There's a point where you have to say, look, we got to both go at this full time in order to to to, to execute the vision that for, we might have. For sure, but also you know, think about you know we're talking about nearly twenty years ago now, yeah. so we're we're a lot younger then. We'd no family, no mortgage, free, and but we both worked in the IT sector, and and uh, I mean the IT sector is a great thing where you know th- there's always a position, there's always a role, and there's always a bil- an ability to back yourself and to make a salary. So we didn't feel we had anything to lose, to be quite frank with you, and it was just seen as a bit of crack down the road. Let's see how yeah. far we can go with this. Uh, and you would have kept things very lean uh, in the early days. You took an investment in 2008. And when you take in investment, as you've done a number of times, does it change the, the, the end game? Well, well, well it, it, it changes the game. It changes the, the playing pitch immediately because you have to grow up, right? So you can no longer run by the, the seat of your pants. You know, the, you, you have to report to a board, management accounts, outline your strategy, your budgets, and, it, and, and, and run to target, and then be accountable and answer to that. So it immediately changes the game once you accept and, 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 uh, and take on investment. Um, and then does it change the outcome? It, it does to a great degree because obviously uh, uh, you've got external parties invested in, in the business and they need to make an outcome. They need to make a return. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, the outcome has to be at some point a, 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 a transaction that affects that. A liquidity that, event liquidity of some event, sort. That's a trade sale, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. down the line. So, so, so yes, it does. Yeah. And how do you feel then about 20 years on? You know, again, it says, you know, nothing happens overnight. But in terms of, of growing the business, so if we talk about mixed garage, effectively... Uh, an Amazon of car parts, uh, and, and I, even using the word Amazon, does does it make does does it become harder to differentiate and compete in that online, or does it become easier as you grow? I I think like nothing's ever easy. Uh, um, I think with car parts, you know. I think it's about, and any advice I typically would get is that is that it's about knowing your niche, being very very good at what you do, and then continue to present and dr- and drill down and hammer that hammer that home. Amazon are recognisably not great at car parts, and, and because it's such a technical product, it requires a certain presentation to customers and support on, on, 
and support on that. Um, so no, we, we've we found it, we found it uh, uh, we've, that we've grown up with a, a great amount of customers. Um, I mean, we were selling car parts long, while Amazon was still doing books, right? So we've had customers who who who've, who've come on board with us and who might buy a headlamp or or uh, or a wing mirror part or something for the car that. To be fair, to be frank with you, they don't want to buy. Like nobody wants to buy a part for a car. That's a fact. Um, but they come, they stay with us because they want to buy everything else from our catalogue, whether it's be car mats or roof racks or or all the accessory sites. So our business is very nicely positioned, where we we've customers coming in for a distress purchase and they'll stay with us and buy a a, a desired purchase or an accessory thereafter. As 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 the person charged with driving the strategy of the business. Is it about getting more customers in the field of car parts or is it about using the technology to apply it to other disciplines? In other words, I know you've, you've, you've toyed around with, with maybe uh, bringing your, 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 your software to other applications. Which is the, is the or is it both? Well, well, it's well, it's both. So, yeah. so, you know, you talked about the investment track that we've been on, but we were fortunate enough in 2021 to affect a management buyout where we bought out the majority of of, of our investors, uh, and then thereafter, Mick and I sat down and we recognised that we had opportunities within the technical side of our business. Within the, within the Mixgar.com platform is proprietary, right through from the website all to cost, the CRM system, the ERP, the the, the WMS, etc. So we recognised that we had opportunities coming at us to to deploy an element of our tech stack as a commercial product. Uh, and then thereafter, then we said, look, let's, let's look at this. It was a long-held ambition of ours. So we actually, uh, 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 we, we, we went out and we hired a managing director. So uh, uh, we took on a, a, a terrific guy, Barry Thornton. He's responsible for the strategy and the direction and the growth of mixedgarage.com. And he's driving that on. Uh, whereas, whereas I'm taking on the, the, the wave of mess, the tech side of the business. So drive on, uh, to drive on with that. Okay, okay. And if we look then, uh, you know, another five years or so down the road, what's the, what's the vision looking like? It's continued growth in mixed garage. Yeah. Um, so Barry has taken us into great areas. We're launching verticals, for example. In the, in the UK, we launched a, a wingmarparts.co.uk and that'll do a million euros in the first year. Uh, we've launched carracks.co.uk, carwindeffects.co.uk. So uh, we recognise that mixedgarage.com is a very wide catalogue product. Um, but for one of the strategies that we're taking over the next two to three, this, in, in the near term, the next, next number of years, is to do a, a kind of Ron Seal, a single vertical it says does what it says in the tin approach, uh, and that is starting to pay dividends for us relative to our, our growth strategy. And indeed, on the flip side, uh, we've also went into retail. So you know, travel and leisure one of, is one of our stronger segments, and that's roof racks, roof boxes, bike racks, etc. And we launched a car rack store, so we now have a ten thousand square foot retail store just off the Common Road in Dublin, which customers can buy buy roof rack and roof box and, and elect to get it fitted within the store, or they can walk in and learn and learn from our knowledge what fits what fits for your car, what's the correct size box and bars, okay. and then you also fit it on the spot, etc. Finally, Kieran, can I ask you about Brexit and its impact on the business? Um, obviously, the UK was a very important market for you. Uh, suddenly, uh, to buy an Irish car part probably became, in the region of 15%, more expensive. 
What did you do to counteract that? Well, it does counteract. I mean, it was it was horrendous. Uh, um, we signed. We 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 always view the UK as a as a as a very strong opportunity for us. And to that end, we signed on a, a lease for warehouse six weeks before Brexit happened. Right. So so if you're talking about the fifteen percent impact, I can tell you that it was very real and the effect of our P and L on that. So the one the one the the reason the etras have gone into the UK when Brexit was signed and the swing of currency literally pulled the rug right from under us. Right. Uh, relative to that, so. Uh, um, we had to retrench from that because it just didn't make financial sense within the car parts world. Um, however, the UK is a very important market for us. And we've, for us, it's very much about a vertical strategy. You know, what are the five or six strong uh, uh, product groups that we're incredibly good at within the UK? Well, then let's drive those home. Therefore, wing more parts, car okay. UK, et cetera, right? And it's not necessarily bringing uh, an effect in the wide catalogue of car parts that mixgarage.com does because, you know, you can buy them, you know, within 20 miles of any, any man, woman and child within the UK. Okay. Uh, finally, in, in terms of, you, you mentioned uh, Loch Con earlier on, fly fishing. Uh, is that what keeps the headspace right outside of work? It, it, it is, if I can get at it, I mean, it's, it's becoming less and less frequent with the, with the, uh, um, with the business and, and kids and school and sport, et cetera, et cetera. But for sure, when, when I can get home, I, I love to you know, take the boat, take the rod and head out for four or five hours and have sandwiches on, on, on the lake. It's, it's a great headspace. Yeah, good man. Okay, well, great to talk to you. That's Kieran Crean, the CEO of MixGarage.com uh, and Wave Home OMS. Uh, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.